Welcome to the Odds Makers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boosts, promotions, and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com. Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the odds makers before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Jonathan Von Tobel. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is the Odds Makers presented by Superbook Sports of Jonathan Von Tobel, Jay Cornegay, John Murray alongside, doing this a little earlier in the week, and it is because it is Super Bowl week, an exciting time of the year, the NFL season. It's all over. It's done with. It's all come down to this four quarters, maybe an extra one, of play to decide the champion. Are you guys as excited as people like me, normies who have no work to do? Or is your, I mean, is your work just done now at this point? Everything's up. You move the numbers, bets come in, and the game is played. Oh, it's very simple. All right, cool. <laughs> Simplify Wait, John, everything. <laughs> John has tons of work to do. I, thought, right, I, I thought you were going yeah. to, to Radio Row. I'm not. That is. I don't, I'm not. Oh. I tried to. You know, it's funny. I was. I, I received a text from somebody who was affiliated with Superbook Sports with the question of, are you going to the Super Bowl? And my response was, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. The response mm-hmm. back was, oh, I'm just checking. I was like, oh, okay. Who so, was this person? Was it Mike Rick? <laughs> yeah, it was your favorite guy. It's Mike Rick. It was Mike Rick. Yeah. And Mike is not here. This is the of week of the not. Super Bowl. He's not even here. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. That is going to be show like, anyway, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, free expense. Let's go. We'll get yeah, you down there. Let's yeah, do it. Right. Not the case. Not the case. Very disappointing. It was. It was. But hey, I'm here with you guys. It's all that counts. Mm-hmm. How, was the, how was the last two weeks? Huh? Busy for you? You get props up. Super Bowl's here. What in in all seriousness? What are these weeks leading up to the big game like for you guys? Well, it's busy at first. You know, those guys, uh, you know, get together and crunch out numbers for about three and a half days. We post it, get that initial rush of money that comes in on these propositions for about two or three more days, and then we have this little bit of a lull. And uh, at that, uh, you know, during this time, we just kind of deal with the waves that, of action that will come in. And, you know, someone will come in and bet three or four propositions for the limit. And then uh, you know, it's a little quiet. We're dealing with these really light basketball schedules right now, which was kind of nice. And then it starts to pick up right around Friday night as everybody starts uh, arriving in town. And I would estimate, what, about 80, 85% of the action comes in the last 48 hours. Yeah. So it's really the calm before the storm. And is that is that the same for, like, everywhere, right? Because I would assume, because we're talking, obviously, a lot of people come out to Las Vegas, and that's where a mass majority out here comes in. Uh, but in all these other states where Superbook is located, public bettors generally will not bet until like day before or day of, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. That's what's going to happen. I would imagine, you know, it's a late start. I mean, even go to the East Coast. I mean, the game's not kicking off until 630. I imagine how many bets we're going to be taking on that Sunday. I mean, people are looking through the props and, and getting excited and we'll see that action come in. But it's just kind of trickling in. But, you know, floodgates will open probably around Saturday morning, somewhere around there. And how many how many bets total do you guys have available for this entire thing? Do you know what's the actual number, John? No, oh, I have no idea. Uh, it's this. like hold this. Four, Can you hold for our for, our, for our, like visual audience yeah. for those who don't see it? I mean, this is you can go up on Superbook.com and you know whatever state you're in, you can see every single prop that is available. Correct. This is a 22, 23 page no, packet. It's more than that. more than that. Yeah. Page thirty. Okay, there you go. Well, you know, here's well, something, John. I, I got something I don't like. Okay. I don't like what? it when sports books say like, okay, so you got all the different players listed for MVP. Wait, before you say that, I said that. Okay, go ahead. You already said this. 
Yes. Well, they, you can't call that. That's not a separate prop. Every single guy listed for MVP, every single guy listed for first player to score a touchdown, mm-hmm. that is not a separate prop. That's one prop. I was kind of mocking a competitor because I, I would said never do that, that. Uh, and that's I got not quoted. And it's like, <laughs> We're not supposed to do that. I didn't say by name. I'm just saying that you know we have about 500 different propositions. 500? Okay. But others will take it and say, we have about 2,000 or over 2,000 betting options. Oh, so Meaning, they'll count like every player. If you count as a every guy to score over, first over, touchdown and a prop. Every, yes. So every option on an index prop is counted like, okay. So 15, you, 20 times. You, already, right, you said this in another interview, Jack? Tricky. Tricky. I did. Oh, boy. You know, if Mike Rigg was here, he could edit this out, but he's not. So we'll just keep it in. I apologize. Okay. All right. Apologize for being redundant. Well, either way, that is a little corny. We'll put it that, that it's way. Weak. But it's, hey, you know what? To make yourself look better, you guys should probably just start doing it. How about that? Well, I Wait, did. but then we'd have to I have did. somebody count it all up. I mean, you did have to add, let's just say, you did have to add two to the uh, the right. count this year. We could we got two new props count. up yeah. this year. I didn't count. I just estimated. Estimated. Well, I we mean, could just fine. have Babakitas count up all the options. That would take him like a day. He could do it. By the way, last Friday, I texted the group text. Uh, John was busy. He's out of town. A shout yeah. out to Aaron Y., uh, who is uh, one of your late-night supervisors. Mm-hmm. Help me sign up for the prop contest out here. Good guy. Very good guy. Yeah. Didn't did know who he, I was, though. So did he give you... Out. What happened there? He give you drink tickets? Yeah. <laughs> you know I wasn't, wasn't going to bring it up. I knew it. See, my, I wasn't going to bring it up. Can my I say radar something? goes up if I hear like from a guest how great one of the frontline people is. I'm thinking, what did we give him? What did that, what um, did that employee give away? He I'm gave not, you drink tickets? No, I'm not gonna, I wasn't going to bring this up, but actually, <sighs> the, uh, the teller who helped me yeah, was clearly new, or at least was training to how to sign people up for contests because okay. he didn't know what to do. Oh boy! I also made a couple of bets. Okay, big stack of drink tickets. Not one was offered to me. Oh, who, really? who was that teller? Uh, I want to promote him. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to promote that individual. Yeah. Oh, it's promote a good thing. that man. It's a good thing. Our training's yeah. going well. <laughs> <laughs> I eyed him too. I sat there and I was already a couple in. I was playing video um, poker. I was ready to go, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." I don't want to ask. Trying to run a business here, John. Okay, all right. Well, uh, then don't put them in the uh, why, bird's why, eye view. Why didn't you ask? Yeah. I, I'm not that guy. I didn't want to ask. Good. Guy. Thank you, John. Although I did Sorry. get a text from Jay that said something along the lines of, John, you know people. So like maybe I should have <laughs> just been like, I know Jay Cornegay. He could give me free stuff. Yeah, well, we, that's going to get you far. We so. do have a food and drink budget here, John. We can't just give away everything. It's very true. Boy. Super Bowl 57. Let's go big picture first. Hmm. Kansas City and Philadelphia. Eagles, one and a half. Total, 51. So I will ask you guys first. Two weeks ago, essentially two weeks ago, where did you open? Were you one of the shops that opened Kansas City as a favorite for this game? We were not. Okay. We had our own discussion in the back room, and we were all over the place. Pro Philly room, we should point out, right? Very yep. pro Philly. But I don't think anybody else had Philly favorite. I think Ed had pick them. Mm-hmm. I think the others had Kansas City one, one, maybe one and a half. I said pick them. I, I said, said two. I said uh, Philly two. Well, we had we had Kansas City one as the look ahead number, mm-hmm. but then they got so banged up. I mean, they never really should have beat Cincinnati. They were so banged up in that game. Pick to Philly's small favorite makes sense. So I think Jay was red. But it's it's kind of creeping that way. So anyway, we went from pick up to two and a half. Yep. You know, Philly was up there and it was running. We didn't know where it was going to stop, even though we thought getting to three was a reach. And then shortly after that, it dropped down to two, one and a half. And it's been at one and a half now for a few days. So pretty solid action. I mean, but we should expect this, right, John? I mean, right in this little lull. It's, yeah. all, it's always a little quiet right now. And this weekend, I guess they, they had the Pro Bowl this weekend. Yes, something called the Pro Bowl at least. Did they? And uh, yeah, th- this weekend was really quiet. It should be. It's usually quiet right now. It's going to pick up as we get closer to Sunday. 
What do you think was behind the move to Philly as high as two and a half? Was it those, you know, John, my theory was, I think the market was overreacting to the injuries to Kansas City's wideouts to a certain extent. And I guess it's foolish to say, not really realizing there's two weeks in between games, but it kind of felt like that, right? Like there's time for these guys to get healthy. I think it was that. I think it was uh, just as much of it was how lucky Kansas City was to escape that game. Mm -hmm. You know, that was really good for the book. We were rooting for Kansas City. We were happy to see it, but they were very fortunate there. I mean, that was a foul. Let's get that out of the way. That was a penalty. That guy, Mahomes was well out of bounds. But Kansas City was very lucky to win that game. Philadelphia won so easily against a team that couldn't throw a forward pass, but they still Correct. won. Yeah, we should easily. very much point that out. But I think it's there's always an overreaction to the conference championship games. We saw it. Uh, the best example I can think of is years ago when Jays Broncos were getting six against Carolina oh. because they beat Arizona by a million points. And every wise guy bet Denver that week, and Denver won the game outright. So there's always an overreaction to those conference championship games. Philadelphia won so easily. I think the Chiefs were very lucky to win. I think that's why you see Philadelphia favored. Where do you think the Sharps are going to go with this thing? I mean, we know what the public's going to do. I think it's going to be scattered all over the place. Maybe I was just telling Jeremiah that I think uh, about 55% of the tickets will probably be on Eagles. That's Mm -hmm. my guess. By the time we get the kickoff? Yeah. Yeah. But Sharps, I'm not sure what they're going to do. They've been picking off these props here and there. Mm -hmm. You know, once they find perceived value that's what they do but uh, for the game itself i don't know unless it well, runs they, some they way but the over they bet over 50 mm. and they bet over 50 and a half now could that be them setting it up to play the under as we get closer to the weekend possibly True. but we definitely saw really sharp players here in nevada over 50 over 50 and a half and got us up to 51 on the total which i thought was interesting because mm-hmm. philadelphia's defense is pretty good i think and Let's just say it. Neither like Mahomes is Mahomes is banged up. We all know we all know that. I think there's something wrong with Hertz. Hertz didn't play well at all in either of the two playoff games, and he was injured at the end of the regular season. So we'll see. I thought it was interesting to see the sharp money on the over. Uh, Hertz, if you and if you like these sort of metrics, like from a pro football focus standpoint, he has not graded well since he's come back from injury at all. Uh, we're talking some really low grades underneath 65. I think it is uh, for mm-hmm. both of the playoff games. His accuracy, like they measure, and again, this is all subjective, but they measure a little uh, literal accuracy on passes. His adjusted completion percentage, as it's called, uh, is about like 65%, which again, you want to be in like the 70s to 80s. Again, it's like literal accuracy of pa- uh, ball placement. So I would agree with you, John. He doesn't look that good. And I want to point out one more thing for our lit- uh, listening yeah. audience and our visual audience. 51 is becoming more of a key total for everybody out there. So why the relevance of this getting to 51 uh, is important, it's because 51 is becoming more and more of a frequent total of NFL games. What happens if Hertz needs needs a drive late in the game? Mm-hmm. You know, Philadelphia. What's Philadelphia's best win this year? The comeback against Indianapolis. I mean, seriously, I, they they really haven't been tested all year. It's not their fault. They got an easy divisional playoff game because they earned the one seed, so they got to play the Giants. They deserved it. They got an easy game in the conference championship game because they knocked out San Francisco's third and fourth string quarterbacks out of the game. What is their best win? All I'm saying is they don't really have any good wins all year. All year? They beat Dallas on that Sunday night game. No Dak Prescott mm-hmm. in that game. I don't... What is their best win? Well, I could say the same about, especially the second half with Kansas City. Look at their wins. At Las Vegas, Denver, mm-hmm. Seattle, right at the end of the year, mm-hmm. Seattle was not playing very well. No. At Houston, barely won that one. Denver again, that was a, a hard-fought game. Jacksonville, which we all thought, holy moly, the Chiefs are having a tough time with Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And then Cincinnati was by far their best win. 
But look at their schedule for the Chiefs. It's really comparable. Yeah. Well, they, they so, also won at the Chargers, at the 49ers. I mean, th- this is just who they played. Here, here's really here's yeah, something and, and that might decide this for you guys. Before, Back in October. Yeah. Um, and uh, this was pointed out, um, I think this was Jeff uh, Sagren who pointed this out mm-hmm. by his ratings and whatnot. Uh, in 13 games with a strength of schedule difference of 10 or more spots, this would be Kansas City who has that difference in their favor. The team that played the better schedule, ten and three straight up, eight and five against the spread. When again, so when there's a difference in their strength of schedule by ten or more spots, the team that has the better strength of schedule in the Super Bowl tends to come out on top. I just want to see how the Eagles respond if they fall yeah. behind. If if they're if they're down in the second half, they still have a relatively inexperienced coach. They've got a quarterback who has not played well at all the last month. They have just been coasting through these games playing very very weak opposition week after week and now they're playing a team that's in the Super Bowl for the third time in four years as a superstar future Hall of Fame quarterback a very experienced coach he's in his fourth Super Bowl I'll be interested to see how they handle it Mm -hmm. I mean to your guys point there's so many little matchups too that are going to be awesome to watch Eagles pass rush against an offensive line for Kansas City which has been very good all season long there's a lot of little things that play into this Uh, John I wanted to hit on a point really quickly that you brought up so you talked about the total, right, and maybe some smoke in terms of, ah, you know, we'll bet this thing over. But then when it gets to a certain point, well, it's 51 and a half. If you see that pop up, is that what you'll see if it is like a setup here, to use that term? Will you see 51 and a half pop and then immediately money come in on the under? Yeah, I mean, maybe even higher than that. Okay. Because I do think the public, the public is going to bet the over no doubt. once they get to town. And this is one of the few games where the public bets so much money they can move the market in, in certain mm-hmm. spots. So we might see the total go higher. Maybe they're playing the under, but the players that we have that bet the over, they usually are giving us the right stuff. The right stuff. They're usually not just setting up the market to play the other way. We'll see. I said usually, John. Okay. We'll hold you to it. <laughs> hold um, me. That's fine. We don't have a show next week. That's very or good. Do point. we? Do we have a show? Uh, it's something I'll, we have yet I'll, to I'll ask Mike over. Rick. But if we don't have a show, you won't be able to hold me to it. That's a good, very good point. All right. I have another question for you guys. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the money line. How much more popular is the underdog on a money line in a standalone like game like this when it comes to the Super Bowl? Because generally you see a lot of spots, not you guys, you guys are at minus 125 plus 105, but you will see some spots in terms of like the underdog probably being a little bit, you know, shorted on the plus side because it gets so popular. Is that true for the most part? Not in a game with a one and a half point spread. Okay. Jay. Normally I mean, I, it is. Yeah, Normally it, it would be in, but in a game still, with a touchdown spread. We're still seeing it though. I mean, right now, yeah. there's still a lot of... I mean, most of the tickets are coming in on Philadelphia minus one and a half, but on Kansas City, even though they're only getting one and a half, they're betting the money line. And what is that? Plus 05? Like plus 105, something, yeah, like something like that. Wow. I just, I just mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that the market is, is cheating the Chiefs betters much on the okay. money line. Now, it, like, the, my first Super Bowl working out here was New England and the Giants, and New England was like a 14-point favorite, and people were betting the Giants at like 3-1. to one which mathematically is a ridiculous bet. Of course, it won, but uh, not such a great bet. Wow, One of our first. worst Super Bowls ever. Uh, New England was like a 14-point favorite, and the money line was like 3-1 to one maybe, plus 350. I, yeah, I think that thing got all the way down to 10, too. Wow. That was an awful season. I mean, we couldn't keep up with the Patriots at the beginning. They were killing everybody. But mm-hmm. We couldn't move the line fast enough. We couldn't adjust. I remember when they played the Eagles, they were like a 21, 21 and a half point favorite over the Eagles in midseason. And from that point, they started not covering. Yep. And we couldn't catch up to that either. Mm-hmm. We were making them too high and we were adjusting every week. 
we were losing at the front end, losing at the back end. We lost the Super Bowl. I mean, that was just a horrible year yes. booking the Patriots. I was a junior in high school. I remember it fondly. Were you? You certainly weren't wagering, John. That would have been illegal. Uh, certainly not. Certainly okay. not. And uh, good. Yeah. Anyway, next. <laughs> Moving on from there. All right. I'll ask you this question: Where does it close? If we're right in assuming a vast majority of the handle comes in in the last couple of days, and to your point, John, that the public does decide this a little bit more, has more impact more on the so, number. More right, so, yeah, more than so than normal, usual. Yes. Where does this close by the time we get to kickoff? Jay? You want me to go first? I do, because I don't have a good answer. All right. I'm going to go... Take uh, some of the pressure off of me. I'm going to go 2 and 52. Oh, Chiefs by 2, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I see. I, I, think, I think it's going to move the other way. Okay. But the public is on Philadelphia, so I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Here at the Superbook, we might have a different take, though. We've got somebody involved that I think is going to want to book to need <laughs> Philadelphia. Okay. I Actually, my guess was going to be, like, pick. I feel like it's going to go down towards pick them, yeah. What about the okay. total? Total? I'll say it closes, like, right where it is. 50, I'll go 50 and a half. How about that? Okay. I think it comes back down. I think, to John's point, you guys, we talk about this all the time, sharp betters, like those who move the markets and butt totals and whatnot, Probably can't help themselves. 51 is key. If 51 and a half pops up, it'll probably start to maybe move a little bit. Mm. That's my guess. This is the one true event that yeah. the recreational money does That's a good rule point, the see? roost. All right. Yeah. There's so, big money out there, yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I wouldn't doubt that if it gets to 51 and a half, 52, we do see some of that sharp money coming in and taking the under, mm-hmm. but it's not enough to overcome the so flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I like it. Uh, before we move on to some of the props, because we have quite a bit to get to in terms of these propositions you guys have up. Nothing notable, like ticket-wise, like big tickets, anything like that has come in in the early part? Going to come in in the next few days? Yeah, we've only taken a couple of five-figure wagers, uh, mid-range at best. So it's been kind of quiet, but this is normal. Just right before we started taping this show, you know, one of our you know best players just arrived. So, you know, they're still... They're wanna, still out there. We're not going to see them until Friday or Saturday. Most of, these come guys are, most of these guys are coming in Thursday, Friday. They got their flights I mean, booked, their rooms. I know I came in a couple minutes late, but... So you're saying, you, <laughs> you're, saying you're the, the big player, John? <laughs> That's it. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's the joke. Uh, are we going to get him on the odds makers pot or what? Let's go. Is he a media? Is he media savvy? He's very well spoken. There we go. I like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these guys can't talk. Can't string a sentence yeah. together. He might be smart. Oh, but it's not to easy. Speak. It's not easy doing this job, yeah. John. I've got the, as the they feeling. say, I've got the gift of gab. Uh, All right, we move on. You're very good. Props. here. (laughs) Uh, Propositions first. So it was, was it Thursday that you guys do your uh, prop? How was the uh, the prop opening here at the Superbook at Westgate? I would describe that as business as usual. Okay. At first, it was looking a little light. It was about 6.30, 6.45, and then they just all came rolling in. And uh, once we opened the gates at 7, actually the gate, we only take it at one window. Betters are limited to two bets per person, two limit bets, which are $2,000 limits, and then they get back in the line, and they just kept on rolling over for the next uh, few hours, uh, which is very normal. So, uh, But from that point, you know, after that initial rush, like I said, you know, we still see some that comes in the last two or three days right after that, and then it really settles down. So a lot of the movement, because we're going to go over some of the prop movement, and that does for our audience, that does happen, right? These don't just get hung up, and then that's about it. You guys will move some of these because a lot of the times too like they are just regular player props right we're talking about passing yards we're talking about rushing yards and attempts mm-hmm. those things can move those are not like the most exotic props in the world superbook offers those regularly throughout the nfl season so that is something that'll move around but do you will they i guess what i'm asking is those guys that come in on thursday will generally bet those right they're not coming in to bet like you know 
coin toss and things like that. No. No. no they're, they're not, not betting not over time. They're, they're not, not betting, betting coin yeah. toss. They're not betting like the cross sports props either because they no. probably haven't what? done they probably haven't done the math on those. They've run their simulations for the game. Nice. And they can see what they're going to bet on. Although the majority of those bets are just people playing differences to our book from another book. That's most of the bets we take on Thursday. The others we get are from sharp guys. They probably run a series of simulations on the game, and this is what they think is a good bet. Mm. Okay. But so John's pointing out too. One shop will have like Mahomes rushing yards at like I'm just like eighteen and a half, and one will have twenty three and a half. So better we'll go about eighteen and a half over to the other place and then under twenty three and a half at the other. So Very that's true. the yeah. majority of the bets on Thursday are like that. So let's go through some of the ones that, that have moved the most. I know, Jay, that I had pointed out a couple, and you and I both had pointed out some of the same ones, but you've got a couple of written down. So one of the prop bets that moved the most for you guys? Um, just looking at a lot of uh, these props surrounding Mahomes, right? We had uh, a first rushing attempt by Mahomes over under two and a half yards. That's up to four and a half. Total yardage of all made field goals. We opened 102 and a half. Mm-hmm. Got up to 115 and a half. As you mentioned, it came back down to like 112 and a half right now. So that proposition getting a lot of attention as well. All right. So How about we, the, uh, the total number of different players to have a rushing attempt? Because yeah. that was a massive move for you guys. Yeah, that was uh, the one I was going to bring up right I had, now. Let's I see. had Edwards, Edwards and Hilaire. got activated. Right? Yes, that's yeah. the, that was the big change. I mean, the big announcement, once he got activated, you know, okay. it went from 8.5 minus over minus 150 to 8.5 over minus 360. Um, some, of that move, some of that move was our move, mm-hmm. all right, based on the announcement that he was activated. And some of those were plays. The ones that I was telling you about, Mahomes rushing yards, we opened 10.5, got up to 18.5. You got longest rushing, our longest rush, excuse me, by Mahomes over under 6.5 was the opening number, got up to 10, 10.5. Were, were those dudes the plays, I would assume? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I would assume, like, on that, that was one I wanted to focus on really quickly. From your guys' perspective, with the ankle injury, but then the two weeks in between, like, I was excited to look at some of these Mahomes props myself and bet a couple because I, I would assume it's pretty tough to gauge what he's going to be like as a runner because last time you know, he's got a high ankle sprain, and that's mm-hmm. somewhat damaging, but he's also got two weeks off. Two weeks off, and, you know, don't forget, during that game, I mean, he was limping mm-hmm. at one point. I mean, yeah. couldn't even put, you know, weight on it. So it's probably a little tender, but it's not going to take much. And believe me, the Eagles know that, right? <laughs> They're well, seeing they're that. Well they saw that. And a uh, little hard tackle, you know, here and there. If they can get him uh, bruised a little bit, then, uh, you know, he might be limping again and, and take uh, some of that mobility away. But he was just so good in that AFC championship game despite that. Anyway, Kelsey to score a touchdown. Yes, we opened up even uh, up to minus 135. Total solo and assisted tackles by Bolton from Kansas City. We opened nine and a half tackles uh, over. It was plus 110. And then it's currently minus 160 on the over. So a a little variety of everything. Uh, Rushing attempts by Gainwell. They love Gainwell. Over under four and a half up to five and a half. So pretty uh, significant moves in the first uh, week or so. So the other small ones that I wanted to hit on, because these are actually more like fun props that, like, for example, will the game be tied after 0-0? You guys open that a pick. It's now yes minus 120. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a 10 cent move right in favor of the yes, but that's a little bit of a bump. The total touchdowns by both teams, you guys flipped the juice. It opened up five and a half under minus 120, went to over minus 120. The, how about the total yardage of all touchdowns in the game? 76.5 was what you guys opened up, currently 82.5. By the way, all these you can find on Superbook.com, so make sure you check that out because you can shop around. And um, 
The others that I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, because I feel like this is a change in the way the football is played nowadays. Will there be a two-point conversion attempt? Or will there be a successful two-point conversion attempt? For the attempt alone, you guys opened up a you know, pick. Yes, no, minus 110. Currently, no, minus 140. And then the, will there be a successful two-point conversion attempt? No was minus 270 at the open. No, minus 330 now. How much at all, from your guys' perspective, has it changed in terms of making that prop alone? Just given the way the football is played nowadays. With analytics down by 14, you go for it on the first touchdown, things like that. How much has that factored into changing those odds? I'm actually surprised at those moves. To the no, right? Yeah. yeah. Because you know what the public's going to do. Mm-hmm. What are they going to bet? They're going to bet yes. They're going to bet yes all day long. And uh, I think that uh, some of those that bet that probably would get a better number on uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. something like that. Most so, likely. They yeah. should have waited. Yeah, they should have waited on that one. That That's just a poor move. That's why I question that. But uh, as far as the, I don't know, the style of play, I mean, you look at these... I mean, Reed does a lot of crazy things. Mahomes does a lot of uh, different things. And I think the Eagles' offense has a lot of flexibility as well. So I'm not sure if it's just the style, which has changed a bit, mm-hmm. but also these two teams. These two teams are pretty creative, you know, around the goal line. So that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that what we opened at right. surprises me at what it moved to. You know, over the years, though, I've, I've criticized these guys for jumping the gun on these player props. Mm-hmm. But these groups, they win almost every year. Mm-hmm. These guys know what they're doing. So I, I think they jumped the gun here, but I think they've earned a little like deference from just being so successful for so many years. I think I do think that they know what they're doing. Yeah. They got crushed when, when New England and, and Philadelphia combined for a million points five years ago. But right. these groups do well pretty much every year. So I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. To our benefit, they, right? I think they should have waited. I mean, because we get so lopsided on these things that uh, you know, we have to move these things based off recreational or heavy recreational play and it's these type of guys that come in and you know balance our books and so mm-hmm. we're basically needing the same side that they need they still do well we actually do pretty good over these uh, you know propositions right. over the years yeah the only time that those guys can really hurt us is when they hit us in an index prop if they okay. pick the right guy to score the first touchdown if they pick the right guy mvp whatever whatever index prop you want to use they can hurt us there but for the most part, in these two-way markets, whatever they're betting is what we need to win. Can I see the packet? You want to know my favorite index prop to bet during Super Bowls? All right. I'm going to show sure. you guys this. I'm going to tell you my secret. So you Did can, you say yes? Uh, think about this. I'm very interested in what John does. Oh, come on. you guys. I, he, I he's, think, a, he's a man about town. He's a big, he's a big uh, contest player. Uh, Apparently, I'm, he's a big drinker. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If I'm a big uh, drinker, he's leaning on our employees to give him drinks. I'm yeah, not happy about trying. that. All right. So this is what. It, so it doesn't really work this time around. But what I like to do is play the total points scored and essentially just play the total, right? So like forty six. So like there was one year. It was actually the Chiefs forty ers where the total that you guys. I think it was you guys or somebody else had actually put the total move. So like for example, if the total had opened up forty six and closed fifty. So there was all these people talk about these middles that they had. I was like, why would you do that when you can go bet like plus whatever on that? So I like instead to play of those. shooting okay. for the yeah, middle. Yeah, right. instead of shooting okay. for the middle, you know what I mean? So like that makes sense. For this one, uh, I would go like, you know, put a little on 5 to 1 for 51 to 55, put a little bit on 46 to 50. Sometimes just like that will Well, fun. you know, here, here's your problem, John. You now you've spilled the beans. Right. <laughs> you know, if you've got a winning I never understood people that have a winning formula and then they share it with everybody. 
Because I like to share. I'm a sharer. I keep, and I keep it to myself. If I was making odds and you guys even remembering me telling you this a year from now. <laughs> oh, I'll remember. <laughs> oh, this is I'll bet you right now that I'll remember our next year's Super Bowl. I'm going to open editing. up the packet next year and whatever the total is going to be, it's going to be like minus $10. Like minus $2. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have a, hey, yeah, that's going to be. Jeremiah or John, could you plus, ask Mike Rigg to plus cut that out for me for next year's <laughs> right. show? Plus 160. Right, exactly. So yeah. the two closes will be, that's exactly yeah. what the adjustment will be. Okay. I'm sure it's exactly what it is. By the way. Can I also say, because I'm a sharer, I'm a nice guy, you guys did put up the two props for me. Will the teams uh, convert a fourth down in their own territory? As we were talking about before we started recording, one of them did move. Uh, you guys opened up the yes for Philly, a plus 330. It's down to 3-1 to one and no mm -hmm. minus 360. So how about that? Got some action for I you. I think that makes is, sense. Uh, Sirianni's very aggressive. I mean, yeah. he's, he's shown he's not afraid to go for it on fourth down. And they're very good at it. Yeah. So well, I think they've done it like three or four times during the course of the regular season. Yep. But you should be aggressive um, if you have that offensive line. If you have that offensive line, you should be willing to take chances that they'll get it for you in a short yard situation. And Sirianni correctly does that. I gotta admit, I thought we opened that too high. I mean, mm. we're just begging for that yes money. What are the chances that John uh, encouraged the guys to to open the number high for him? In your opinion. That came here and Mike right, was yes, uh, yes, yes. I mean, yes. I I, right. I was told. I don't know. I was <laughs> yeah, watching. I, that, yeah. I was watching a video on the Superbook Twitter account, and uh, okay. Jay said that he locked people away in a room with twelve packs of what I assume is water, and yes. allowed them to just go to work. So I think we had Coke, we had Coke Zeros in there too. Okay. I think. All, right. All right. A couple of general prop questions before we get out of here and get predictions too. How popular is the coin toss? Like, how, honestly, how popular does that thing get? Very popular. Really? Yes. I'll never yes. understand it. There's a, look at the number of the tickets uh, that's on it. Maybe not as much money as you would think, but there are a lot of tickets on it. Do you just, guys get liability on tails because it never fails? We do this year, I think. I, but do we? Because that's well, awesome. for a while there, we had a streak. Of, we had a losing streak. Yeah. Because everybody was betting heads, and it's like we needed tails every time. And it's like sometimes it's a it's a pretty healthy decision. For us. It's our first you know, big of roar game. of the day. The yeah, first big roar from the crowd is when is the coin toss. You know, if you're in a big Las Vegas venue, mm -hmm. watch how quiet it gets when it when they flip that coin. Oh yeah, it's like everybody's mumbling around. You hear the crowd, and everybody's like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> heads, yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty awesome. Will you ever adjust the odds? Will I ever walk in like before? Can I come in on Saturday if the, li the liability's high enough? Can I get heads at, like, I, you know, I, minus 101? Even minus uh, 102. Yeah. I bet tails at plus 105 one year at another sports Did you board. really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we did. I lost. It That's was, plus uh, EV, I lost. though, man. That's well, plus I could have told a you. A literal coin toss at plus 105? Yeah, I'll take my chances. I yeah. lost. Of course. Well, we actually moved it, is it what years it is. ago. We were like, what are we doing? We moved it back. It was, <laughs> That's no good. No. Will there be a prop that does not take a single wager? And if it doesn't take a wager, will you remove it? Well, first of all, we won't. Okay. Every proposition on the board will get... At least I mean, one? It, oh, more than that. Yeah. I'd say minimum maybe 10 to 20 bets, somewhere right around there. But if it falls into that level, yeah, there's a chance that it might be X for next year. And the employee that recommended it would most likely be... Terminated. Well, there'd be, a, there'd be yeah. an issue there. He'd be... Yes. Most likely with F&B next year. What about a non-employee who recommended two props that generated a ton of action to the point one of them had to move 30 cents? Yeah. Does he get a job? Drink tickets. Ah, okay. <laughs> we give that person, in right. this in this case scenario, we would give them drink tickets. Okay. Did right. we win? Well, no, not yet. Yeah, you're right. We'll see. Well, well he, we or he would have to refund yeah. some money to us. Okay. I've also, I, mean, I hate to admit that uh, I went and I, so I came in and bet those two. Mm -hmm. I may have misplaced those tickets, so I got to go find those things. <laughs> Did you use a player's card, sir? <laughs> 
Uh, no, I did not. Great. You know, there's one way to make sure you never lose a ticket. Yeah. You you use your phone account. It's, well, I was here, you know, and because, to right. be honest with you, Drink tickets. because they were, they, mm. it was, it was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sentimental. Because I was the one, uh, I, you know, you guys put them up for me. So I wanted the tickets, even if they didn't hit, I was going to give them to my children once I died so they could right. hold on to them, you know? Yeah, I mean? real keepsake. Yeah. I got you. Losing to losing tickets of two props you guys put up for me. It's very sweet. In the years of 2023. Um, okay, the other is... So a lot of people like to bet, and these are not available with you guys. Um, the exotic, exotic stuff: color of the Gatorade, time of the, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, anthem. I just asked the question because I'm sure people are curious, but you should put it out. Why don't you put those up? Because it's too subjective, right? I mean, it's it's very hard to decide those things, especially because I asked because you guys are in Nevada, which that would never happen. But there are other online shops who do have those sort of things up because it is not limited in other jurisdictions. But you guys don't do that. Well, there's two different types of problems there right the first one the gatorade color is somebody knows somebody has knowledge there's mm -hmm. no way that we're going to put up anything that somebody might know the answer to it's not taking place on the field of play it's not a sporting event or a coin flip it's not an event it's something that you know you have knowledge of so we won't put up anything like that the other one is there's been many problems with the national anthem over the years and a lot of people have different clocks mm -hmm. so you know, once the singer starts humming, is that when you start the clock? You know, the last note, how long do you start it, right? Or end it right at the end of that last note? Or how long that singer carries that note? I've also heard problems where the flyover interrupts the end of the song and you don't know exactly when the song ends because, you know, all these performers, including halftime performers, all have rehearsals. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty spot on with these times. They're right on it. I mean... For Maroon 5 that one year, um, which I still think they have it, like which song is going to be sung first? There must be a thousand people in the stadium watching this rehearsal. Right. Somebody has knowledge of that. So that's why you won't see us posting any type of knowledge proposition. And then they hit you with a double brave at the end too, right? Could, when they're yeah. Singing, when they're singing the anthem. When do you stop it? All right. You got to be careful when you're taking bets on something that somebody knows. Yeah. You know, like we got away with those Bucks features this year because the Bucks were terrible even with Brady. But two years before that, somebody knew that Brady was signing with the Bucks, and we did not get away with that one. And we lost a lot of money. So if somebody out there has the information that you don't have, it's tough. One day. Let's go down the table. I'm told that you guys are going to give me predictions for Super Bowl 57. I, didn't, I thought we were not supposed to make predictions really? on the air. Oh. I didn't read the rundown. I mean, it was in there, but if you guys can't, it then was. it totally, it's fine. Uh, okay. You want my prediction? I, I gave you, Go ahead. I'll give it to you. You guys weren't interested in my index prop strategy, although, again, I gave it to you, and then you seem pretty interested afterwards. Um, let's go. I'm going to go. I go a little contrarian. I'll go Chiefs 23-17. Low scoring okay. affair. Chiefs mm -hmm. win by six. I'm going to okay. root for all the team. Both teams have a good time. All right. <laughs> the Marge Simpson bet. I don't know, maybe that was Reverend Lovejoy's wife. Or no, who was, uh, who was the actor that was in the stands with just an NFL hat on? That was what? Rob Lowe. Yeah, it was Rob Lowe. He just yeah. had the NFL insignia on yeah. his baseball cap. What a guy, huh? Or maybe that was Seymour Skinner. I think it was Skinner. <laughs> he just bet on, he's like, can I just bet on all the horses to have fun? <laughs> you want that line over there, wuss bets. No, I kind of I kind of agree with John. I think, I think Kansas City's going to win, but I know the book is going to be rooting for Philadelphia, mm -hmm. so we'll see. Okay. Jay, yeah, so I'm going to go opposite. I'm going with my initial feeling. I, I think the Eagles can rush the ball, and I think that will be a key. No one stopped them yet, especially when Hurts is back there. So I'll go Eagles, 31-26 Eagles. Okay. All you right. got to pick the score? I mean, if oh you want. Gosh. I'm pretty I'll confident. Go, uh, 
I'll go 27-21 Chiefs. Wow. I'll go with the Chiefs. Hey, here. that's a six-point margin just like me. So Okay, good. Guess what? Um, if you're out about, you want guess what? You can watch the game. Superbook, that's the spot. It's one of my favorite spots, and this is the environment to be at. So Superbook at the Westgate or any of our other locations, of course. And as always, you can follow us on social at Superbook Sports and Superbook.com. Stay on top of all the latest odds, boosts, and promos. With that, we're all done. Super Bowl 57 will be gone by the time we reconvene and we look ahead to next year here on the Odds Makers, presented by Superbook Sports. Locked into the Oddsmakers Podcast. The Oddsmakers Podcast. Presented by Superbook Sports. Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Jonathan Bontor. Hit our subscribe button. Rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the biggest events in sports. The Oddsmakers Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media. The world's premier sports betting podcast network.